everybody. It's Trevor Chambers from Old Raleigh Financial. Once again, we are posting up another awesome, I think awesome at least, uh, considering my guest, blog post on our uh, blog, um, a Soundtrack to an Advisor's Life. And today, <clears throat> we're going to talk to another master. We like, we, meet, we like to meet masters and we know their space really, really well. And I want to welcome uh, Mike Frazier. Mike, from the, from the big state of Ohio. What's going on out there, brother? Hey, we're just living a dream up here in Ohio. Yeah. Hey, how's Notre Dame doing this shit, buddy? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How's Michigan doing up? I mean, yeah. 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 We don't kick off till later in October. I got it. Yeah. You guys are on a different timeline up there. Yeah. In more ways than one. Right. right. Uh, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. <laughs> um, all right. So, Mike. You are, I saw some, you have a, a design background, you've been in, in the web space forever, you understand marketing, specifically social media marketing, um, and that's kind of your day gig, and then one of the things um, that you kind of study, uh, and I think from a, like a journalist point of view, is blockchain and so today's uh we're going to talk about blockchain we get you know questions about blockchain occasionally uh we get uh questions about bitcoin uh especially a couple years ago that was the topic uh among certain clients um then they moved on to uh, marijuana stocks that was another popular one like last year so two years ago was bitcoin the marijuana stocks and there's always these things but um, blockchain has been around, not going anywhere, and, and Mike's going to talk about it. So welcome, Mike, to uh, O'Reilly Financial Group. Well, thanks, Trevor. Oh. Yeah, um, it's great to be on this show. I've been on the, on the other, other side of it, um, you know, working with you guys um, to get Meet the Masters up. Yeah, yep. Um, so. yep. full disclosure, Mike uh, handles our... Uh, Built their website and has their social media and is a uh, WordPress uh, uh, award-winning WordPress guy. So, so Mike, let's let's get right into it here. Um, cryptography. What is it? Kind of in the two to three minute. Give us the nutshell of that, and then let's talk about blockchain and go from there. Yeah, that's a great starting point, um, and I think that's what gets lost in the whole conversation when you hear the term crypto or cryptocurrency, you know, it it sounds like it's, um, you know, kind of shady and, uh, or it's like scammy or things like that. Um, But cryptography goes back all the way to like Julius Caesar time, you know, during the, you know, he was sending uh, crypto messages through, you know, through his military, you know, with, uh, with a decipher, uh, you know, how did, how do, how do they decipher it on the other end? Uh, even through World War II, um, obviously it's the, uh, the process of, of crypto messages advanced through, through that war. Um, so really when, when the internet, you know, was born and, you know, and, and e-commerce, you know, people wanted to buy and, you know, sell online, uh, that's where, you know, cryptography got a new, another life because now there's, uh, the e-commerce, you know, which everybody trusts, you know, how many people, especially now in the, during the 2020 era, <laughs> uh, uh, you, you buy everything online. And so 
And, and what makes that happen is a, a, is a key, you know, a, a private key, you know, where, where it goes to your, uh, you know, merchant account and it goes to the other end when, you know, the money is transferred, you know, but everything is encrypted. You know, you see that SSL, you know, lock on your URL, you know, so, you know, banks use it, um, you know, so that's like the essence of, of me, you know, digital crypto, uh, you know, aside from the, the, the cryptocurrency, you know, the, the digit, you know, the cryptography on, um, on the e-commerce side, obviously everyone trusts uh, to a certain extent. I mean, there are hacks and, you know, there's always, you know, bad, um, you know, agitators out there. But um, for the most part, I think, I think, uh, you know, you have no problem, you know, shopping on Amazon, you know, they pretty much, you know, have loyal, you know, they, you know, Apple, you know, I mean, they, they have it locked down. And crypto's um, all worked into um, like Venmo's and the PayPal's and all that, of course. Yep, exactly. Yep. It goes through your bank. It, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's trusted, you know. Um, so um, the difference is, is um, with, with cryptography, different from like the uh, World War II era is through, tech, through technology is, okay, I want to send you something. I have a key and then you have a key. So, so there's like two keys involved now. It's asymmetrical, so to speak. Um, so it's, that's what makes it really hard to hack. Um, you know, and that, that is kind of what sets everything up for, um, for, you know, when Bitcoin was invented and that, that whole Satoshi Nakamoto guy, but I don't think it's one guy. I think it was a group, you know, of, of nerds that really, like put together a beautiful piece of, of, of code and out al- and algorithms. And they, they, they put that out there on the blockchain, which is a, uh, it's not a centralized server. It's a decentralized network. It's like a digital ledger, which, um, which is basically unhackable. So uh, that's, that's where we're at with that, that part. Hey, how's it going? Blockchain, what's happening? A new entry, a co-host. <laughs> Dr. Blake Para. Doctor. No, not really doctor. <laughs> Distinguished money. Professor yep. Emeritus. <laughs> joins the crew. So yep. uh, Mike was just getting into uh, the recording. Yeah. Uh, Mike was just getting into uh, blockchain and the difference between crypto and, and blockchain. Talking about that a little bit. Yeah, we started with cryptography and the, and the essence behind cryptography. Uh, uh, and it really started back with Julius Caesar and how they'd send coded messages through their military. So, and, and so that essence has migrated, you know, through all the way to the digital era that we're in now. So it's basically, a, I have a private key, you have a private key, I'm sending you something, you know, it's encrypted, it goes through the internet, and no one can really mess with it. And in cryptography, aside from cryptocurrency, cryptography is, is how we use e-commerce. Um, so that's kind of where we're at. And a lot of people don't really put that together, you know, when they hear the term blockchain or, or, uh, or, or Bitcoin or you know, some of the, some of these more scarier new terms, uh, when they've been using a lot of this technology, um, you know, from the, from, uh, from early, from the early days. So to right. Speak. And then, um, blockchain comes along and it's a decentralized network. And, uh, we were talking before we hit record that, um, Napster 
was kind of an early version of this. Is that what you were saying earlier? Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people don't understand what blockchain is. And, and I'm like, well, um, how many of you use Napster? You know, that was the original, you know, you fire up that, that app or that software and it, um, it, it, it connects with other people that have that same software and there's no, there's no server, you know, there's no like Napster didn't host all of those, uh, you know, millions of, of songs that were illegally acquired. It was basically, you know, people sharing it on a, you know, on a, in a decentralized uh, method. And um, yeah, obviously they had a central, um, what was it called? They had a, they had a, a central directory and that's how they got brought down is they did have a master database of music. Um, but then that migrated after Napster fell, then it migrated to this other network called, um, uh, boy, what, what was that called? Uh, LimeWire. Nutella, yeah, Nutella. But it was based off, yeah, LimeWire off of Nutella. And Nutella was was truly decentralized. I know it was truly peer to peer. There's no like uh, central thing. So that's when you that's when you started seeing uh, record companies sue individuals based on IP addresses. So that that's how that kind of came about. You know, funny thing, uh, I, I think Blake's like a silver level member still of Napster. I mean, he gets most of people don't know. <laughs> I love my Napster. It was the greatest. I still <laughs> use MapQuest printed MapQuest. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, I'm just kidding. Who, I'm was, just kidding. who was the founder of Napster, Sean? Yeah. Yeah, Sean pa- Parker? What's it? Parker, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and then he eventually had a hand in Facebook, right? Yeah, he was one of the, one of, uh, yeah, yeah, if you saw that movie, he was, um, he kind of helped uh, Mark Zuckerberg take it to the next level. Right. So, what about, what more about blockchain do you want to share? Um, so, with blockchain, you know, if you're online um, and you're looking to learn more about it, uh, there's a hashtag, uh, I use it all the time, and it's hashtag web3, and then number three. And there's great conversations uh, happening in there. Did, did you have one recently with the, the Winklevoss twins or something like that? I, I did. Tell I us did. about that, brother. Yeah, so he posted this thing. He's like, Well, who are the Winklevoss? Who are the Winklevoss twins? Not everybody probably know that. And then what are they doing? And then speaking of Facebook and the Winklevoss. Yeah. Yeah, they um they actually invented Facebook. Um, uh, and then hey, doesn't matter who invents it. Who matters? Yeah. Scales it. Right. Yeah. So they were the, like the bobby pin uh, people, and then Zuckerberg put the little crimson in the bobby pin to make it like what it is today, right? Exactly. <laughs> no, he was the coder. Uh, the twins were the, you know, the visionaries of it. Uh, but when they, um, when they won their lawsuit, they had all this money, and I, I, I don't know the full story, but they basically found this, um, this card, uh, that had uh, Bitcoin had that had Bitcoin in it. Um, it was it was one of those um, those key cards, or I you know I'm trying to think. I don't have one of those uh, storage cards, but they found one, and they and it and then that's how they started playing with Bitcoin, um, and they ended up like going all in on it. Like they put basically all their Facebook money into it, and they've now set up a, their own exchange in New York uh, called Gemini. Um, and they're 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 great they're great facilitators of of this 
um, uh, Web3 movement. And they were, and uh, Cameron Winklevoss said that, um, you know, at one, you know, soon you'll be able to go into a, a coffee shop and, uh, you know, purchase a cup of coffee, but then also uh, a percentage of stake in the company as well. And uh, I was like, well, I can, I can now uh, through Uphold um, because it's backed by MasterCard, I can go in a coffee shop and, you know, swipe it for coffee. Um, of course, I've, I've also used that card for uh, craft beer and, and barbecue and, uh, and uh, my chef, uh, my Cajun chef friend, you know, I, I buy jambalaya off him all the time with it. Uh, right. You know, just to prove that it's not fake, you know, because yeah. uh, I have a lot of uh, friends that, you know, that make fun of me and stuff. They think it's, you know, it's funny money or something like that. Yeah. But, you know, so um, I like trolling them uh, online too. So, uh, but Winklevoss, he's saying he's going to give you equity if you use it. Yeah. So I asked him, I go, can you explain how I would get, um, you know, you know, percentage of the, the, of ownership of the company. And he said, well, what can happen is, uh, you know, through Ethereum, uh, they can offer equity tokens to their, um, you know, to their customers. So I don't know, I don't know um, that space well enough to really kind of go in deep on it, but um, technic technically it would be like, you know, buying a, sh uh, a stock in the company um, all at the same time as, uh, you know, as, uh, you know, getting your coffee. So um, I think, I think moving forward, you're going to see the Web3 movement, um, you know, powered by blockchain uh, come through people like me because I'm already trying to learn how to develop websites on it. Uh, there's a, and through Ethereum, that. What's, that Ethereum? What's Ethereum? It's a, it's like a, it's like Bitcoin, uh, but yeah. it, but it, it handles smart contracts. Um, so Technically, I don't need, um, you know, a notary anymore. I don't need a, I don't need a lawyer anymore to, you know, to, to stamp off on a contract. You know, if I want to sell, um, you know, my house to you and, and, you know, here's the contract and we run it through a, you know, Ethereum and it's all, you know, goes and goes through the blockchain digital ledger. You know, it's, it's, you know, you sign it. Um, we exchange money and boom, it's done. Um, and that's the, that's the disruption that's going to happen uh, to, you know, the financial industry, banking industry is the decentralization of this uh, through peer to peer. Same thing what Napster did to music, you know, a variation of this is going to happen with, with how I, um, you know, how I give you money, you know, how, how we uh, share money, so to speak, um, which which I don't know all the answers to, but I, I know it's coming. I, you know, cause I went through the web 2.0 movement um, when most of the websites I was developing uh, were flash based. And then, you know, Steve jobs came out with the iPhone and um, I'm like, wow, this is a really cool phone. And, uh, you know, and I, so I got one and, and I'm, and I'm looking at all my websites and they don't show up on that phone. And, and, and then he's, he later comes out and says, you know, flash will never be, uh, on the iPhone because it, you know, it, it's, uh, it's bloated, you know, it takes up too much, um, you know, battery life, you know, all, you know, I'm like, Oh my gosh. 
okay, so I know I have about six months to, you know, really kind of uh, figure out, you know, where I'm headed, where I'm going to move all my clients to because this, because you just know that mobile, this type of phone is going to be the future, whether it's an iPhone or, or, you know, a variation of it. Uh, but then that's when I found the WordPress um, uh, community and, and the, it was a blog, uh, it was a blog back then. And it opened up um, accessibility, you know, where, you know, clients um, can have access to their website. I'm not the gatekeeper anymore. You know, they don't have to go through me anymore. They can, they can log in and they can make app that, you know, they can basically power their website once, once, uh, you know, either they purchase a cheap theme, which disrupted my industry or, or they still have, you know, people like me develop the site and then I hand them the keys to run with it. Um, which, which scared a lot of, uh, developers, you know, a lot of them were like, Oh, forget this, man. I'm, you know, and they, they just like left the industry altogether because they thought it was ruined. There's no money in it. But I looked at it, you know, as a, I just, I just said, you know, what, I'm going to evolve along with it. And, uh, you know, and, and it really opens up more collaboration between my client and, um, and, you know, the skills that I offer. And, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, moving forward, they don't have time to do, they don't have time to run their website. So I'm still doing, you know, updates here and there. Um, obviously, you know, if you're, if you're into content marketing, you know, you still need a search engine optimization strategy. So, so, um, that, so, that kind of, I've always kind of evolved with disruptions to try and look for the, uh, the greater good of things. So, so that's, that's, that's how I kind of see the web three coming in to, um, to this space. Um, and, and I think, I think now would be a great time to transition to um, the brave browser, which is a blockchain based web browser, you know, like Chrome, like, um, like Safari, like uh, Google. Uh, yeah. So, Firefox. Yeah, so tell, you mentioned Brave. I, I think I actually downloaded it. Um, so this is kind of an interesting personal finance sort of angle to this. So tell us, tell us how this works, and then in the end, what are you left with, um, and how that plays into commerce? Yeah, so I think, you know, as, as this really takes more of a foothold, I think this type of – this is kind of like a um, – your this is kind of like your your crypto block uh, your your crypto gateway drug right download the brave browser for free you know it's great browser it's so much faster than all the other browsers out there because it blocks all your ad trackers it blocks um you know keeps your information private uh and that's one of the benefits of of, of the blockchain is that you know it locks that down so uh in in this era 2020 you know Every, you know, I mean, we saw what happened in the last election, you know, with, you know, uh, you know, scary ads coming through on, on both sides. And, you know, this isn't one side of the story, but, you know, they're both doing it. Um, you know, they, they put these ads out there and they just, you know, and they are using it off of your information, your data, you know, like Facebook, you know, you know, the big thing is, you know, oh, Facebook, um, they say that they say that you're the, you're the product of Facebook. It's not really you. It's, it's your data. It's what you do on Facebook. And that's what, that's what Facebook sells uh, at a premium, you know? So Brave browser eliminates that, um, that angle. Uh, so anything that I'm surfing on online, you know, they're not, I'm not getting tracked. Um, but this is where the interesting element is, is where you can opt into their ad platform. 
So those, they'll serve you up uh, ads in the form of like a little notification and you can click to view it. And then if you view it and give it attention, then you earn, you earn money, basically. You earn, a, it's called a, a token, a basic attention token, BAT. And it trades just like a Bitcoin does, you know, day to day based on, you know, how many people are, you know, buying into it, perceived value and all that. Um, but I think right now it trades at like uh, anywhere from 25 cents up to 30 cents. Sometimes it spikes, sometimes not. But at the end of the month, I just get um, my accumulated tokens. It goes into my wallet, uh, which I use, which I, there's a couple of them that you can use that you can attach. And, and Brave makes it really easy. You just go through the steps and it stores the, uh, the tokens there. And at that point, I can move that money wherever I want. I can, I can, um, I can convert it into Bitcoin. I can move it out to regular money and then, you know, give it, if, if I'm working with you guys, then I can, I can, that can be part of the money that I'm investing, you know? So I think that's the interesting uh, merge that we're going to see uh, moving forward, especially when uh, a lot of people are out of work, you know, these types, the, t the tokenization of the web and is going to put a lot of people to work. Uh, it, it's going to be interesting. I don't know. I don't know exactly how it all kind of unfolds, but there's going to be a lot of new um, opportunities for people to make money off the internet than, than just the, the traditional way of it that we know it as of now. Um, Are there any other disruptions that you see coming, like you were talking about banking? And um, things like Brave Browser and all that. I mean, uh, what else are we? What else are you saying that we're not seeing? Um. Yeah. So that's that's really the the decentralization of the internet. Um, you know what happens to you know what I mean once once this catches on when when people know when people realize how how much they're being exploited you know, by apps, by, by, um, by all kinds of things, you know, uh, I think that's when you see a tipping point, um, you know, to, to products like Brave. Okay. Um, well, let me stop you right there. My kids, his kids, they're, I mean, my kids are, they're teenagers. These guys don't know a world without an iPhone. They literally do not know it. Right. So, you know, for that, for them, like, you know, the, the, the intellectual real world relationship between their data and them, I don't, I don't know. I don't, it's hard for, I think it's, I, I guess I just want what I resist that a little because I just don't think they think about it at all. Not one bit. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. So yeah. So younger kids probably, yeah, they're, they're, they're growing up with this in real time. So yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of intuitively aware, um, not so much of, you know, they, their data isn't as valuable as people like us that, you know, that are um, yeah. out spending money on things every day or investing in things every day or, or um, yeah, just, you know, interacting with people every day, like what are likes, interests and, and all that. So, uh, and that's what, that's what brands are, are looking for. So I, I think you're going to consider, you're going to, you're going to see social networks get more private, you know, I, I, unless, unless they um, kind of, you know, self-police themselves and, you know, 
give up a little bit of that, you know, advertising money and, and not, you know, not get as deep with the, um, with their search graph, you know, where they, where they sell data, but that, that's, that's to be, that's to be uh, seen, I guess. Um, um, yeah. So I, that, that's a, that's a big gray area there. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Is there any other real world applications for um, blockchain? Do you want to discuss? Um, well, I mean, we just, we just, uh, we just went through that with brave. I mean, okay. that's real, so that's, any others in that? Um, well, if there's, there's, um, there's the wallets and the, in the, in the cryptocurrency exchanges, mm-hmm. uh, they're getting easier and easier to work with, uh, where you can move, move crypto to regular money back and forth. Um, uh, I do see, I do see, uh, changes in like the Robinhood app where where now they allow incremental shares being bought like you can buy like just fifty dollars worth of Apple instead of you know having to buy a full share. Okay so you mentioned Robin and watch table what's Robinhood and then go into that a little bit deeper. Yeah so I guess that would be a do it yourself you know do it yourself or investing app, right? Um, where you know, they give you a bunch of information that you can run with it um, and you can invest on your own um, however you want. Um, you know, it's kind of it's kind of like the Wild West. They have a money card associated to it, you know, so you can move money there. They, you can buy. Um, there's only three cryptos in there right now. Uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, or maybe there's a couple, but really Bitcoin and Ethereum are the only ones you really want to like pay attention to inside of that app. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like the trend of, of what, um, what WordPress did to my world. I think, you know, where you feel like, oh my God, I'm not the gatekeeper anymore. Uh, or especially for a bank. Like if I was a bank right now, you know, I would be like, you know, red flags everywhere. Um, it, it won't happen overnight. It's not going to happen probably in, three years maybe, but after around a five, five years from now, you know, maybe we don't even need a bank anymore. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty out. I mean, it's pretty crazy, especially when, uh, when people get used to, when really people get used to moving money around inside from their phone. Um, because you're going to go to the grocery store, you're going to open up your Apple wallet and you're going to say, okay, what am I going to pay this for? You know, what am I going to pay today? What I can use this credit card. I can use this bank um, debit card, or I can use, um, you know, I can pay with uh, Bitcoin if I want. It's going to be that fluid. I mean, cause I'm, cause I'm doing it now in the uphold, um, with my uphold card. I don't know if I have it. Um, uphold. Yeah. So that's the credit card that's sort of tied to it or the debit card or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's a beautiful, uh, green card looks just like everything else. Yeah. So this is where you buy your IPAs and other. Yeah. Cool. Yep. And uh, yeah. So I went. I went. Um, I went on a, a little weekend excursion with some high school buddies, and and one of them is a financial advisor, and he, you know, he always uh, gets emotional about cryptocurrency and stuff like what? that. Why? Why does he think it's a bunch of malarkey? Yeah, he says it's a scam and stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, so what? You know, when it came time, when it came time, for, you know, to buy the, you know, the, you know, pay for the beers, I'm like, no, no, I, you know, I got it. 
I got it. Right, of course. And then uh, after I signed it and stuff like that, and I, just, I looked at him like, hey, man, um, I, just bought, I just bought these beers with, with crypto. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's sort of like points. You know, Blake, you're, you're a huge, you're big into points using credit cards and stuff. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, it's kind of like that. Um, but do you want to talk about blockchain? Because we occasionally get, uh, you know, what's Bitcoin doing today and the volatility of it? And well, it's two different issues, cryptocurrency versus sure, blockchain. Course, yeah, um, yeah. Our stance or my personal stance on cryptocurrency has always been um, it's hidden and it's somewhat nefarious in terms of it, 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 its intention is to be hidden and protected um, and anonymous, and so you got to be careful if you're going to put your your earnings, your money, your value uh, with that pool of money. Be careful who you're in bed with, because you're also dealing with uh, nefarious by nature people in a nefarious environment. And so right. I, I don't know how much translation that has into uh, future barter in terms of uh, the economy. Or transactions, um, there's certainly potential for it. Uh, the blockchain aspect of it is, and, and tell me your opinion on this, uh, the blockchain technology and uh, its ability to scale into different uh, industries and uses has far, far greater uh, potential in my mind. Right. But the thing is, um, everything in the future through blockchain is going to be tokenized as well. So, there, there, uh, there, this is my tip of the day, I guess. Um, I'm really, I'm really bullish with this company called VeChain, and uh, it is a Chinese-based company, and they run um, a supply chain management, um, you know, through the blockchain. And you know, it, so you you got to do your homework on, you know who you're investing in. Cause that's the thing is with, with these cryptocurrencies is they're, they're backed by a company that, you know, it's just like a stock, you know, they're, you're, you're, um, you know, they're, you're, you're banking on their performance. Um, you're banking on their, uh, history, you know, and, oh, yeah. And then, uh, with V chain, you know, they're already working with Walmart, China. They're already working with BMW. They're already working with, um, a, one of the biggest natural gas suppliers over, over in China. Um, and they're already using their technology uh, for for uh, supply chain, um, all their supply chain, you know, uh, things that they that they do. Um, and it's only trading at like um, under two cents now because it's 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 brand new. But the mo- but the thing you want to look at is, you know, what what their proof of work is, and the sky's the limit for for companies like that. So that's like a other, you know, that'd be like another example of, of okay, Brave's, a, uh, you know, Brave software is a browser running through the blockchain, you know, and they, they and they, and they, they, uh, you know, they, they offer that, that uh, basic attention token. Uh, VeChain um, has a, you know, they, they're, they go through Ethereum where it's a contract, you know, based uh, platform and people trade on that, um, uh they have they have underlying tokens in, in underneath V chain as well, so where people can invest into it, you know, based on the performance of their company, and then you know, then it's just like a a stock market in that regard, you know, where there's you know it, it's 
except it, it doesn't stop at 4 p.m. <laughs> in the weekends. Like, I mean, it is 24-7. So um, it's a little different, little different world. But the, the, I mean, the gist of it is the same, you know, the same thing as, um, you know, what happens, uh, you know, in our market, in our traditional mar markets. Um, so I think, I think in the future, you're going to see, you know, I mean, there, there's tons of them out there now, but that's the one that I, I really like. Um, uh, and then chain, there's another one called chain link, which has a lot of, um, possibilities, but the good thing is with blockchain is it, it is a digital ledger. So you can track, you know, everything is, is, um, is above board on how it tracks through the blockchain and how it gets stamped and validated. Uh, there are, yeah, there are some currencies that, that are more hidden. Um, the risk is uh, just user error. You know, at this point, I don't, I mean, the code, the code itself can't be hacked uh, just be, just because of the way it was, uh, it was produced and put out there and decentralized. So not, so there's not one entity, entity that can uh, control it. Uh, but what can happen is either, you know, you use a, a crypto exchange that can get hacked, which you hear about. Um, that's why, you know, you want to use someone like Gemini or, or um, Coinbase or, you know, that make it easy to move money from crypto to uh, uh, traditional, traditional fiat money, um, and then, you know, then you can invest it the traditional way or, or, or sit on it. I mean, at that point, it's, you know, it's all, you know, liquid, you know, you got it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I um, there, there's, <laughs> gonna, what's that? Yeah, I, I can see one day, you know, 10 years, 20 years down the line where this is part of potentially somebody's portfolio, either something that they gotten themselves or eventually the market develops where you have really stable, understandable by the consumer products that then, you know, are legitimate parts of people's portfolios to whatever degree, you know? Um, but right now it's, it's just a nascent market that's developing and it is, it is just absolutely fascinating. We look at the charts occasionally of, uh, of Bitcoin and the volatility is just unbelievable, which was what you would expect in a nascent market, an early part of the market. Know, really stage the market yeah and it was interesting to see you know how it how it um how it handled the the pandemic that we're in um it did initially drop uh but then now it's now it's back up you know trading over uh 10 grand again too so and it didn't need any um federal you know there's no money injected into it either so uh it's yeah. a it's a it has a 10 year it has a 10 year record of um positivity i mean yeah there's dramatic ups and downs, but, um, yeah. it, uh, that's only because, you know, early, early, um, people that got in early, you know, they just, they just cash out when it, when it spikes and then, <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it moves the market. <laughs> do, do you believe in, and talking about Bitcoin or cryptocurrency, do you believe that some country somewhere will eventually adopt hundred percent cryptocurrency versus their own fiat money? I believe, yeah. I, you know, Venezuela, uh, China, um, you know, they could, they could, um, they could develop a variation, you know, they can develop their own kind of token based off, you know, that stems off of Bitcoin. But yeah, I, I mean, everything is going to be tokenized. I mean, I mean, technically, when I go in to the gas station and, and, um, 
you know, and I buy, um, you know, buy my gas or, 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 uh, you know, some convenience store items and I, and I take my Apple watch and scan it, you know, there's no, you know, I don't have, you know, paper money with me, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's a U.S. dot, you know, obviously it's U.S. money and, and it, and it goes and it gets, you know, encrypted and, you know, and it's, it's transferred that way. So, uh, with, with, with a little dig on the transfer fee all the way, you know, I mean, those are, the, those are the companies that are making money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, that's where I see MasterCard being really smart right now because they're embracing it. They're, they're the big backers of, uh, they back the Apple card. They, they, back, they back this Uphold card, and I think they back the Robinhood card too. So, um, I assume they, if you transfer it from the token into the actual card that you buy the beer with, there's – you're, I'm assuming you're going to be charged a little big for that transfer. You yeah. That, yeah. Right? So there's a, there's like a little conversion fee that happens. That you get hit with. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's like when you purchase, um, when you purchase something online, there's that little tax um, or, or if you, uh, or if you get money from PayPal, you know, they PayPal takes their fee. So yeah, there is, there is that fee. Um, awesome. Yeah. Or, cur- or currency exchange where they process yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so, so let's say a, a country adopts this. What, what, in your opinion, is the impact um, globally? And what does that look like for exchange globally? And what does that look like for global currency transactions? It, you know, it, with these, these digital wallets that, are, that I have now, uh, whether it's Abra or Coinbase, um, I can move crypto around. I can move regular money around to all these different currencies already. Like, um, you know, if I want to go Euro or the yen or, you know, whatever, I mean, I can, there's, there's all those currencies that are, that are in there. Um, traditional and non-traditional. Um, so I think, I think traveling, it'll be a lot easier traveling. I won't have to run everything through my American express, you know, to get the, the best conversion rate. Cause I think, you know, whatever, app uh wallet i'm using um you know i can just use use the card associated with with it um i think i think that's where that's where things get really interesting with how things move forward because there's going to be such an easier flow of money between all of these currencies and um and the new new jobs that come from companies like you know, that are, that are giving out rewards. Um, you know, we're, I think, I think, I think a lot of, uh, jobs, I mean, I think a lot of companies are coming back to have things made in America, but at the same time, uh, technology wiped out a lot of the workforce. So, you know, there's things that can be done now with, uh, with AI and, and robots and, you know, machinery and, and things like that. So they won't need as many workers. So I think blockchain is going to, I think that's going to be one of the, the drivers that fill the void of um, the need of, you know, of, of future work. Or future revenue generation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. And, you know, you guys swim along with it. You know, they're, they're going to be they're, they're You know, it's an easier, it's an easier crossover, you know, to, to do what you guys do. Yeah, that'll 
It'll be interesting to see. I don't know. Um, well, if I, so but I think this has a lot of like just personal finance applications to it, you know, which is kind of what we're talking about. And, and cut to that end, I mean, Blake, Blake often talks to clients about, you know, you know, use, use your credit card, buy things, and, and build up points and, and work the point system. I mean, and, and also, it's, a safe, it's much safer. You know, you can't be, you'd be amazed how many people use a, use a debit card. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. My my debit card doesn't leave my house. Yeah. And that's what's critical, right? I mean, that's a big. That's yeah, a direct. Piece. It's a direct line to the kitchen sink. Yeah. yeah. So you know, so you that that uh, you know, it's that's vulnerable to that's the worst case scenario. But here's like a future. Situation. And there you go. You have no protection on the back end. Right. So I mean, like here's like a future situation for me. Um, say say right now I I currently own. 700,000 V chains and it's trading at two cents. Um, if it's projecting the way I think, you know, in maybe another couple of years, that V chain token will be, you know, $10, $20, $50 a token. So then I'm at a point where, Hey, okay, what's 700,000 times 50, you know, this is what I got. <laughs> so now, now I'm in an interesting position where, you know, do I, do I let it ride in there? Do I move it? Where am I moving it? You know, do I withdraw it? Talk to you guys, you invest it, you know? So that, I think those are situations that, that aren't that far off. Well, I mean, I mean, they're already here, you know, when Bitcoin went spiked to 20,000 a coin uh, back in 17 or whatever, 18. Um, so I'm, I'm sure that happened a lot, but I think that's going to be a, a regular occurrence. You know, so moving. here and then you get to deal with us and the biggest part of all of it is investor behavior. Yep. You know, <laughs> then it becomes the emotional game. And if it spikes to 20 or, you know, do you move it out? Do you do something different with it? Et yeah. And now you're just playing the human uh, emotion Game. Right, and I see that's that. That's all we do is monitor, monitor, and manage those those investor emotions. Yep. Yeah, and I'm sitting at that table, and I'm like, "What do I do? What do I do now?" Yep. <laughs> all right. Anything on the greater crypto, Bitcoin, uh, blockchain that we need to cover before we cover Charlie Three Lake? <laughs> anything we have left on the table for this particular edition? Yeah, I think we've covered uh, right. we've covered a, a lot. What I what I'm hearing is Facebook monetizes my data. So what I'm hearing is in, in, with Brave, I'm actually going to monetize my data. Correct. Okay. Yep. Good. Perfect. Yeah. Or or you know or Google. You know Google track yeah. the, you know what out of you. Um, you know, and if even if you don't use Brave. Um, there's another search engine out there called DuckDuckGo, and it is strictly privacy-based. Um, so you know you, you you know you're not going to get exploited uh, via via the Google uh, mothership. I like it. These are good good uh, tips. All right, switching gears. Unless Mr. Mr. Perro, do you have anything else to chat about? Switch okay. gears. Pine Sports and Friends, um, Blake and I are actually, we were, we were strategizing, we're going to do a, a smoke a buck, he, he, this man can absolutely crush it on a smoker. Oh, I know. 
at a training style and we were debating techniques, you know, with rosemary and garlic and, you know, marinated and whatever. So, um, but anyway, that segues into you are a big food guy and you have, tell us about Pine Sporks and Friends and then Three-Legged Charlie or three, uh, yeah, Three-Legged Charlie. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so Pine Sporks and Friends was a concept of me getting tired of, uh, joining all these networking groups and chambers of commerces and, you know, oh, I got so tired of, of, um, of that kind of thing. So what I, what I wanted to do was create um, my own network, so to speak, uh, around things that I like. So craft beer and, um, and food, it, you know, and, and in particular barbecue, there's a big, there's a huge segment in, in, the, in, our, in my community that are barbecue heads. Uh, so it, it's a great pairing, you know, craft beer and barbecue are like, you know, peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> and um, so I just really just, uh, you know, in my spare time, you know, just, um, you know, just work the social media channels, um, you know, following, you know, other influencers. I, I, I followed people that were sharing a lot of uh, content that were late, related to craft beer. Um, me being a, obviously a WordPress developer, I created a a more new, uh, a new style um, site where, you know, I would um, reach out to uh, bloggers, uh, you know, if they want to contribute any, any, um, any content to, to the website, you know, if any articles or anything like that, you know, it's free, you know, just really just trying to get, um, get their name out there and, and, uh, you know, get, get the Pine Sports and Friends name out there. So it was a win-win for both of them. Uh, then I started doing meetups, um, you know, uh, around town and it, it, it sucks because right before COVID, um, I took over two groups on meetup.com, uh, totaling probably like around 5,000 additional members from them. And they had, um, you know, I mean, we're, you know, it's going to fire back up as soon as everything's safe. But we had uh, sponsors, uh, you know, at, at certain breweries and sponsors at certain restaurants. And, you know, people could take a tour of the place. But really, it was like the synergy of bringing people together around common interests, you know. And, and, it, and at that point, there's no agenda. And it's just interesting to kind of, uh, you know, watch uh, people, you know, they start following each other, then they develop relationships. And then, you know, it. it it um there's there's great collaboration now and great synergy and uh i've i've picked up work from that um and then i've also parlayed it into my business if i'm working with a with a, a restaurant or a food truck or a brewery you know i already have a um kind of a predefined audience you know willing to buy from them too so it's uh that that's what i call a content community um that's very active and if i come across a rub that I like for barbecue, you know, I'll, I'll share it in that community and um, <laughs> then, then they'll go buy that rub. some uh, smoking wood from Rockwood, maybe. Yep, there you go. That's, that's yeah. some great wood, too. Yes, I do. He, Blake spoke about a couple of weeks ago. I'm about to post something. With, on, uh, with some Sherry Rockwood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we're uh, working through a draft of an image of a post that's on there because, our, uh, you know, we love food, so it's a big part of our brand. And I think that's, uh, so what you're doing is super cool. And if we could add one more letter to the PFF, maybe at the beginning or the end, maybe a B somewhere in there for maybe bourbon. I don't know. That goes hand yeah. in hand. Yeah. <laughs> but that was, yeah. 
so the grand the grand scheme right is to yeah. build this keep building this up building up building up then then uh convert this community into a brick and mortar to where it to where it is uh truly uh pines forks and friends you know where there's uh you know start then, then i'll bring i'll bring all the bees in there we'll have barbecue bourbon boils uh <laughs> yeah beer wow <laughs> yeah so it'll all be there. I, i'd probably want a like a top shelf of tequilas too because i really like that hey and if it doesn't get that far it just ends up being you and a couple of buddies in the backyard smoke that's fine too right yeah hey you know um, that, that one of the great hashtags is backyard barbecue yeah, yeah. phenomenal and you're up to 25 30,000 followers correct yeah yep, great that's awesome yeah i mean you can't it takes a lot to get that many i mean you know that's a that's a long time and effort so and then real quick uh, we're, we're big do uh, dog fans, you know, adopting dogs. Uh, Alex, just, uh, our senior partner, just ad adopted a dog um, a couple months ago. Um, tell us about Three Leg. Yep, Charlie Three, Charlie Three Leg. Yep. He's yeah. A, he's a don't know what happened to him. Uh, I think we think he got hit by a, a car because uh, he because really all he cares about when when we take him out for walks is uh, you know where where all the ladies are at. <laughs> but he. They they told us he was fixed, so I don't you know he's still he's still trying to get after it, uh, and, and he just puts his nose down and you know he he's all about you know where's that where's all the action at, but, he, uh, but yeah that's the leg, <laughs> you know he's hopping. He's a tripod, uh, you said. Yeah, the tripod. Yeah, he's a tripod. That's hilarious. Yeah, so he um he's been a, just a joy um for us, uh, especially just going through um you know all the ups and downs of twenty twenty. Yeah, uh, we 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 got him in in late January, and uh, you know he was kind of real quiet. And uh, but but now that it's uh, you know he's been with us for um, you know, almost almost a year. Uh, he you know he's he's really blossomed. You know his little personality has come out. Cool. Um, so at this point in my life, moving forward, uh, you know, re rescue is the way to go. It's a you know you're doing a great yeah. thing and. Uh, we donate to the rescue, the local rescue up here, uh, routinely now. Um, and what's that, what's that rescue called? We will shout out to them. Um, one of a kind pets in there in Akron, Ohio. Cool. Home of, um, um, home yeah, of we're, we're big supporters of that local scene here too. So, um, participate in a cool event called the Furball. Or the Wake. Okay. Yeah, Wake County chapter of the SPCA. Yeah, which is um, really well run. They've got a relatively new director in the past couple of years, and she's uh, she's on it. And um, it's just a great great thing to do for yourself and obviously for the animals. So, sure. Uh, well, talking about like Pines Forks and Friends. So, my wife and I we had a little side business about um, about uh, ten years ago, and it was a dog. We made dog toys, and uh, and it was called Mutt Puppet. And I still have all the channels active and I still have the website active, even though we're not, we didn't, we're not selling the toys anymore. Mm -hmm. um, so now, now Charlie came into our lives and it's like, you know, maybe we should do like a, like a little three-legged toy. <laughs> yeah, the tripod. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I, you know, so, so Charlie is a public figure on Instagram now. Uh, uh, Charlie Three Legs, same hashtag and yeah. uh, and uh, I'm talking to a pet company um, that uh, that creates uh, supplements for for dogs. Oh, so, okay. so, so Charlie could be an influencer for him. 
Perfect. That's great. Just want to add, I'll tell you, so my wife started a business a number of years ago. She since closed, um, closed it up. Uh, she made dog collars. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, and cool. She, she uh, traveled and sold them at trade shows. I'd go with her. So all different sizes and variations, like good quality uh, dog collars. So that, yeah. that was you know, a fun venture for her. You think you know a guy, and then he just pulls this out. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't think we have a, a whole bunch in a bin somewhere. Oh, stored away. I can't believe I don't own one myself. I mean, yeah. I'd certainly give one to him. I mean, Mike, expect a package soon. He's trying to get rid of them. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure there's some holiday ones, Halloween as well as Christmas, like, perhaps, in there that are still left around. Yeah. There's a, there's the fur on fur version. It's the pimped up fur. Your dog's fur is not good enough. We're going to have fur on this, too. Yep. There you go. I got it. It's awesome. <laughs> well, Mike Frazier from the Greater Ohio Buckeye. We, we just we just actually uh, brought on a client who's an Ohio kid, and uh, he's all fired up to get his football back. Yeah, what what part? Um, where, uh, where is he? Um, I don't know. I, gotta, I don't know. know what part of Ohio specifically. Yeah, we'd so have to go back and ask him. Yeah, but anyway, I uh, he's a good guy, and um, he. he uh, He's extremely fired up about getting football back, so because I'm sure you are. Yeah, yeah, it it, it is a, a huge, uh, huge thing up here, especially when the weather gets ugly. You know, there's, right. there's not much to do. <laughs> so, and also when your home state teams are Cleveland and yeah. Cincy, yeah, and I think. Well, anyway, we won't go into that. All right. Well, listen, man, thank you for the time. We'll do this again. We'll review the tape and maybe do this topic again. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, we just kind yeah. of touched, touched on things kind of generically. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, good. it's good for people to know about. And, I, and I, you know, I, it's definitely playing a role and going to play a role in our, in our futures and how we move money around and maybe even our assets, you know, to a large degree. I don't know. But anyway. Yeah. All right, Brad. Thank you so much for the time. We'll do this again. And I'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot.